Talk, a Bible Fellowship Church devotional podcast devoted to bringing you some spiritual nourishment during these trying times. Our passage for today comes from Ephesians chapter 3, starting in verse 14. For this reason I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that according to the riches of His glory, He may grant you to be strengthened with power through His Spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all we can ask or think, according to the power at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. It's been said before that God doesn't call the qualified, he qualifies the called. Or God doesn't call those who are equipped to handle what he will lead them through. He calls people and then equips them for what he has called them to. Which leads me to ask this question, how does God equip us? What do we need to know or feel or possess to be able to serve him well, to live for him? Often the things that God will call us to will be beyond us, beyond our natural abilities. So how does God equip us for these tasks? Well, I think Paul answers some of those things here in this passage we just read. As we see when we read through Paul's letters, many of them follow a kind of formula. There's a particular kind of greeting and an opening prayer. And then for the first half or so of his letter, he will typically launch into the things we need to know about God and what he has done for us. Then he will tell us what we need to do in response to that. You might call these two themes the indicative and the imperative. This is what we believe. This is what we do. You'll find as you interact with Scripture that what we believe is both the grounds for and the power to do what we are called to do. What we really believe is the fuel for how we live. And if we find that we don't do what we should, perhaps we don't believe what we should. The passage we just read is the conclusion of Paul's believe section, and immediately after it is the beginning of the do section, which starts with, therefore, as a prisoner of the Lord, I urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling. Because we believe these things about God, this is how we live. So, in this concluding belief section, what does Paul seem to think the church in Ephesus needed to have or believe to do what God was calling them to do? I see three things here. One, they needed the strength of the Holy Spirit. Verse 15 says that according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being. And later, verse 18, that you may have the strength to comprehend. Even on the right side of our salvation, we don't have the strength in and of ourselves to live out the Christian life. That's why we are so blessed to have the life of God inside of us, which strengthens us to do all that God has for us to do. We are filled with the strength of the Holy Spirit. Paul prays that Christ may dwell in your hearts, meaning that's not necessarily something that is happening. He prays that it will happen in the life of these believers, that they will be filled with the fullness of God and therefore have the power and the energy and the passion to do what God has for them. 
Two, they needed to be rooted and grounded in love. Verse 17 says, So that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, and that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend. 1 Corinthians 13 reminds us that no matter what we do with our lives, if we are not operating in love, we are a noisy gong, a clanging cymbal. It says we are nothing. And our power to love others comes from being deeply planted in the truth of the incomprehensible breadth and length and height and depth of God's love for us. We love because he first loved us. And finally, they needed to grow in faith. Verse 17 says that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. They needed to believe that God is who he says he is and will do the things he said he will do, that he will keep his promises. Verse 20 says, Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all we could ask or think. God can do far more than we could ever possibly know. And he chooses to do it through us says that he's going to do that according to the power at work within us. God chooses to move through his church, through his hands and feet, through his body, to move and to work in the world. Growing in strength and love and faith is the only way to do all that God has called us to do. It will give us the courage to share the gospel with our unbelieving neighbors, to pray for our family members that have rejected help time and time again, Give us the courage to go on an overseas mission trip, or better yet, to give your whole life to full-time missions. Well, give us the strength to do the ethical thing at work, even though it may cost us, cost our, our money or reputation. Well, give us the ability to love those who believe different things than us, maybe to love people that believe that what we believe is evil. But only through allowing God to grow us in his strength, love, and faith will this be possible according to the riches of his grace, as the book of Ephesians says. Thank God that he promises to do so, and he always keeps his promises. This is the source of our obedience. So God, we echo Paul's prayer here. For ourselves and for those that we love, God, that you would help us to grow in our faith, that we take you at your word, that we would grow in love, love for you and love for those around us. And that through your Holy Spirit and through the life of Christ in us, you will grow our strength and our courage to do all that you've called us to do. And we will give you all the praise and glory for it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us for another edition of Let's Talk. Church family, you are loved. Have a blessed day.